Check, check, check. There we go. Check. Hey, y'all. Welcome to season four. I'm going to start this thing off uh, on setting the tone here with uh, where we're at, with where I'm at now and where the practice is at, where we are together in this work. Um, and so much has happened. <laughs> so much has happened. Within this year, I've experienced some really massive changes in my environment, my relationships, and myself. And throughout this season, I want to shed more light on who I am and why this is important, how I got here, um, by giving a more aerial view through these episodes. Not, It's not just going to be me in these episodes. I have a lot of really good people. It's just like in the last seasons, there's definitely a really nice lineup of people that we're going to hear from. Um, but I also want to make sure that uh, my intention is to is to give a more aerial view, um, again, on like who I am, why this is important, and how I got here through these episodes, rather than snippets and Instagram captions or on stories. Okay, so this is going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I'm a little bit. Uh, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm nervous about sharing this because it's honest and it's real. I think it's important too. It's important for me personally. Um, and I also think that it, that, uh, it could, it could be helpful for you too. Um, so that's where we're at. I'm gonna, I actually wrote this episode out. Usually like when I'm on Instagram, um, live or doing a podcast, like if I was doing one that was just me, uh, I just free flow it. Like I have like the, might have like three points and, then, you know, we just go into it. Um, but this one I wrote out because there's so many uh, pieces that I wanted to make sure that I got out, again, for me and for you. So I'm going to just read what I have for you. And, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. I thought about starting from the beginning of out of my journey here, but I think I'll start from the present where I am now and we'll kind of work our way backwards, I think. Over the last two months in particular, I've experienced huge shifts, but I've always thought it was interesting how dynamically my life has changed year after year since coming to Atlanta from Virginia. Atlanta set me free in a way. I don't know where else I could have possibly been I grew up here in Atlanta. <laughs> like, so y'all, I'm from Virginia, right? I'm from Virginia Beach. I went to college in Virginia, in the country, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Um, and then I came here, but I really, um, I really say often that I grew up here in Atlanta uh, for a lot of reasons, but, and we'll probably talk about that throughout this season, but I do really feel that I grew up here. Um, so yeah, I'll be sharing more about that along the way, but for now, we'll just kind of focus on these last two months. Those of you that have been following for a little while might recall a break I took at the beginning of June of this year, 2021. I planned that break like six to eight weeks prior, um, and it felt like random dates, but the closer I got to them, the more I realized how much I needed it. Um, I came back from that time shifted. I thought I would use that two weeks to work and over the, since I had started my practice, I hadn't taken that long um, off yet. So I thought I was going to use that time to work 
work had been so busy and I'm entirely on my own. I'm entirely independent and I needed a break to catch up with work. I thought I needed to stop seeing clients and do all of the other things um, like admin stuff. I was, and I was seriously considering hiring a YouTube coach and focusing more energy on video. Um, I thought I would be planning for Instagram, which I don't normally do. Like with Instagram, I really, I have like created weekly, um, and yeah, you might notice like I'm reading it mostly, but sometimes I have these little sidebars because like, I'm reading back what I wrote to you. Um, sometimes I would have like a, like a note in my phone that would have like my week planned out, but that probably only a total has happened. I've probably done that like for maybe like maybe like about six to eight times. <laughs> maybe like six to eight times I've done that. Um, but normally, like I really will wake up and just kind of like feel like in my morning routine, kind of feel where I'm at. I'll go back through my Twitter and I'll pull something. It might have been from months ago, weeks ago or months ago. It might have been from the day before. And it's kind of like whatever feels uh, right in that moment. And that's what I'll go for. So like with Instagram, I really just go with my heart and stay in my lane. And that works really well for me. So that's my biggest tip for like coaches and therapists that ask me um, sometimes like how I use Instagram or just follow my heart, stay in my lane. So there's that. I thought I would use my time for some um, content planning. And you hear a lot of people talking about like planning content, <laughs> but it's not really for me, honestly. Uh, but anyway, it's not surprising that I wanted to focus on work on this break. Although I considered going to the beach, I still didn't make concrete plans for it. I told myself if I have time, I will. And if I want to, I will. But never made plans, so that's why it didn't happen. My work was consuming my mind, even though I genuinely and clearly love my job and get a lot of satisfaction out of knowing I created it. Um, I still was uh, consuming my mind. On top of that, y'all, I was feeling uh, I was I needed to shift my practice. Like, I was not... I loved the fact that I have it and I love my job and everything. I'm like, yeah, it's great. But um, I also was feeling this like really unsettled feeling like that something needed to move, something needed to shift. And I honestly thought like in this two weeks, I'll be able to kind of think my way into that shift. Like I'll be able to tease it out of my mind. Um, so yeah, I, I thought I would use my time to try to understand what it was that I was being called to do next. Um, but the break went entirely different than expected. The break went entirely different than expected. Okay, where am I at? Okay, so after I decided on the the dates, which again was like six to eight weeks before um, it actually came about, and the, that two-week break was the first two weeks of June. Um, and I think it was like June 3rd to the 17th, or something like that. So after I decided on those dates, um, which was again a, a, a month and a half before that time, I got a call from my cousin, Dawson. Dawson lives in the Maryland, D.C. area. And Dawson, for years and years, has reached out to me periodically to say hello, even though we hadn't seen each other in, honestly, probably about like 15 years, y'all. Um, might be more. Probably about, mm, yeah, 15, 18 years. Um, I never, was, and uh, we, although we hadn't seen each other in years, he had always reached out to say hello and check up. And I never was the one to reach out. He always did. He never complained about it. He genuinely just enjoys it. I started to realize how special that was just this year. Um, I started to realize how special that was. I also realized how difficult it was for me to recognize and appreciate his efforts because my immediate family is not that way. I consciously made a decision to start reaching out and openly telling him how nice it was that he cared so much about family. 
on one of our calls, Dawson told me he had some time off coming up. Um, and, and, you know, like I had already chosen the dates that I was going to be taking off. So like a lot of us do, I said, you should come down, come down to Atlanta. You know how we, how we be saying that to people. So you should come on down. <laughs> Even though I, did, I meant it, but you know, we just kind of say it sort of flippantly, but I should have known because immediately Dawson said yes. And he told me right then on the phone, he pulled his calendar up. He said, yep, I'm going to come on these days. And I agreed. After I, we agreed on that, so same phone call, and after I, we'd agreed to those dates, he then told me I had some cousins down here in Atlanta that I had never met, and he wanted all of us to get together. I agreed. <laughs> usually, uh, let's see, um, usually I'd feel a little nervous about that, and I, I, I did. I think I, I initially kind of had, I, I know I felt resistance in my body when he first said it. Um, I wasn't conditioned or accustomed to connecting with family. Um, yeah, this was out of my comfort zone, but I just knew I needed to go with it and also support Dawson. He's so supportive, and he was so excited about this thing. I wasn't thinking about it much after we got off the phone because, and I hadn't said anything to anybody, honestly. I didn't tell anybody about this. Uh, I wasn't thinking about it much because Dawson and I hadn't seen each other in so long, and I just figured we would have to see what it was like to hang out together. Life had been teaching me um, that overthinking wouldn't get me anywhere, and I had to trust things would be cool. I also think avoiding thinking about it helped to ease my anxiety about meeting these cousins I had never met. I sort of pretended it wasn't happening at all and was so busy at work that that was easy to do. Then about a week before I went to, uh, about a week before this break, so I guess what, that would be like around the last week of May, um, I got news that my grandfather would be getting heart surgery. With that, uh, with that news, I was told a few other concerning things about his health and the way his functioning had been limited even more than I've thought. I really thought he would die, and the concern in my grandmother's voice really broke my heart, of course. Um, I told her that I would come to Virginia during this break. Okay, so, um, yeah, now my break. So now my break, I had Dawson, I had these cousins, I got Virginia, we got heart surgeries, we got all this stuff. So now my break was going to look a, uh, a little different than expected, but I still thought I would be able to get a lot done in between. Mm. So when Dawson got here to Atlanta, and over the next um, like three days, I spent a lot of time with him and that, those cousins, <laughs> the cousins, Des and Kiki. They came to my place twice. We had gone to dinner like before that, and we talked a lot. I never met anyone like them. They had known each other, like Des, Kiki, and Dawson. They had known each other as kids, but I didn't know Des or Kiki even existed. I literally never heard their names. Um, I never met people who reminded me so much of me in these unique ways, their work ethic, the way they cared for people, um, their honesty and how genuine they were. Um, I also something about them, I didn't write this, but something about them that that really stood out was how um, alone they have felt and how they felt like they had to do everything on their own. And I was like, wow, like that's wild how we have all felt that way. Um, and Des and Kiki hadn't seen each other in a really, really, really long time. Like I honestly, I don't even think that they knew each, that they were here. And when I say Atlanta, um, 
when I say Atlanta, like one Stone Mountain and the other, um, like south, right south of Atlanta. So both like south of Atlanta. Well, where Stone Mountain East? Whatever. Like outside of city center. Like I'm in. I'm in. I'm in like Buckhead, Atlanta, like like city of Atlanta. And then they're like uh, in like the other other like maybe twenty five minutes like in different directions from me. Um, and so I don't think that they, they they hadn't seen each other. I know they hadn't seen each other in a really 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 long time. Like and not since they had even been in Georgia. Um, so yeah, wow. Uh, so yeah, and love just poured out of them. There, another thing that uh, reminded them of like me or something that felt comforting to me um yeah this how loving they were but also like how calm their demeanors were they had strong but relaxed personalities they really felt like family kiki looks like my sister i don't even have i don't have a sister kiki looks like she could be my sister and des looks like my brother and grandfather and they were so nice to me uh one of the nights that they were here they cleaned my kitchen up for me because i Set them up with like the hookah drinks and snacks. That's how I like to do it. <laughs> and I, I literally cried when they left because I was so overwhelmed. I couldn't believe these people who had just met me, although they were family, would just care about me so much. I just never saw anything like them before. And it changed things for me. When I went back to Virginia, I had different eyes and a softer heart. I had been struggling with some family dynamic issues that I wanted resolved within me, especially because of the stage of life I'm in and the goals I was finally coming to accept I truly wanted, which included family. I think later in the season, we'll talk more about why that was so far from my conscious awareness for so long. I was relating to my family in a different way, not as people who didn't understand or care about me or something, but as people. And when I could suspend judgment, I could see who they really were and what they needed and also what they provided. My heart was opening up. Blame, anger, resentment was washing away. When my two-week break was up, I hadn't done any work. <laughs> but my heart and mind had been working a lot. This was the shift I had been feeling. Um, yeah, that tension when we're like moving into this next part. It's, honestly, actually, this is, ooh, I didn't write about this. But that's, when I came up with the name Thresh, in this, it came from the word threshold. Threshold, if you look up the definition, has it's includes that you need a certain level of energy to move beyond a threshold, and that's where I got the word thresh. And that was about um, a year ago that I that that word and that and that's literally this feeling, this like tension, this this like restlessness that I feel and that I think many others feel like when we're moving into this next, these next phases of our lives or as some people would say leveling up. Okay. But yeah, this was a shift I've been feeling. My heart was fatigued from carrying around things that weighed me down. It was ready to really love and prepare me for this stage of my life. I was finally ready to let old hurts go. Grace literally consumed me it washed all that old sticky stuff away and I didn't need anything in return from anybody. This was the gift. So my practice shifted. I had been reacting. I noticed I had been reacting still to old things. It came out of me in passionate statements and videos on my stories on Instagram. It was real and many people could relate, 
But I could now see I was stirred by anger and resentment too many times. I was coming from a place of lack too many times as if I didn't get something that I absolutely deserved. And now I was going to bulldoze everything until I got it. Now I can relax. I actually realized my wholeness. This evolution has shown up in my work right away. It showed up, shows up in my one-on-ones and groups. It shows up in how I post or don't post, how I respond or don't respond to engagement on Instagram. It shows up in love and grace all over the place. It was present before, but too often eclipsed by heartbreak, and that energy just washed away. Okay. I'm excited to keep going on this journey with you. I'm grateful for each person I've had the honor to work with, the trust I've been given to help, the appreciation that I receive. Like, I mean, almost daily, it's like, it's really nice to have the work appreciated and seen. I'm, a, I'm grateful for the podcast. This is like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite parts of my job. I love this. Pod- this was like a dream of mine like a while, a while ago. And so when I hear people say like, oh, I listened to your podcast and I loved it or I got this out of it, it like just fills my heart up. It's really, really, really nice. Um, the podcast, grateful for the podcast. I'm grateful for Instagram and the way that I'm able to use it. I'm grateful for my practice. I'm grateful for my own growth. I'm grateful for yours. <sighs> and so I'm excited to keep going with you. In this different kind of way, um, this just really, really feels right right now. Um, so, yes, there's one thing that if I could get, I ask, ask people that are on my podcast this question. And so now I'm going to answer the question. If there's one thing that I could guarantee that you walked away with, what would it be? And here's what it would be for me. It would be to connect to your heart because God is right there. You are not broken. You are not crazy. You might be hurting, you might feel alone, frustrated, angry, sad, guilty, betrayed. I know those feelings well, but there is reconciliation for all of the broken pieces of your heart and the fragmented parts of your mind. There is healing for you and a life of light for you. And I'm going to pray over whoever would like to kind of participate in this. So um, if prayer is not your thing, you can listen and kind of see what what that's like. If prayer is not your thing, you can exit now. Um, If prayer is kind of a little bit of your thing or a lot of your thing, then you can stay on it. I would encourage you to kind of like be in whatever position feels right for you. If you're not driving, you can close your eyes. And just kind of be here with me in this moment. Um, And I just wanted to do this for all of us right now. Okay. I pray now in the name of God over your pain, your trauma, your past, and your future. I pray for total wholeness for you. Where you can finally experience you for who you really are. I pray for your family and other loved ones in your life and the healing you may desperately want but may have been afraid to admit it or afraid to go after it. I pray for your strength and your endurance. I pray for support for your journey and that you would be open to receiving the help that you want and need from those who joyfully provide it. I pray for your senses 
to become attuned to the love of God that surrounds you. In the name of God, I lift you up. And I will see you next time.